0: all that energy it's all that pod energy (laughs) okay welcome back to songwriting saves the world (laughs) episode three episode three it's just anik and i today like the first time so hopefully you like that (laughs) um today we're talking about producers and producing we're just gonna chat about that just together
1: Okay, so we're gonna start a new segment and we talk about what we wrote this week if we wrote anything this week
0: maybe called what i wrote this week
1: <laughs> very creative
0: maybe that's an, a neat title I think and that's this a week title. we actually
1: worked on something together with our friend rachel who was on last week on the yeah podcast. we did
0: um we it was so weird we were well it wasn't it was great but um <laughs> we were doing like a weekly quarantine writing thing and we wrote i think on sunday It now being tuesday right okay um we were writing about like vivid dreams not lucid dreams even though i thought it was (laughs) i had to google the difference between those two things (laughs) because like what we were thinking and like audience please tell us if you agree like since quarantine i've been having the weirdest dreams
1: i have like and
0: like vivid ones and it's just like it's so out of whack
1: <laughs> it's even more vivid if you take melatonin every time i take melatonin i take melatonin. I some weird and super super vivid dreams oh my god
0: really i didn't know that was like a side effect is it a real side effect or is it just like a theory i think it's like a the real thing, my mom said
1: the same thing
0: <laughs> yeah that's possible actually i like i never have caffeine and then the other day um My dad actually brought me bubble tea, which is caffeinated because I haven't had it in so long because of quarantine. It's like my favorite thing. (laughs) And so we brought it as a surprise and I like chugged a large bubble tea and at like 430 like in the afternoon. (laughs) And then I was like, I forgot that that would make me not be able to sleep. So it was like 1230. I couldn't sleep. And I was like, damn, like, let me take some melatonin. Maybe we can even this out. (laughs) (laughs) And I took melatonin. I had weird dreams that night see and i think also
1: that yeah oh yeah i got off topic (laughs) we were just kind of talking about how everyone has been feeling the same we're all like oh my gosh it's happening to you too
0: yeah it's like i don't know there's some crazy stuff going on maybe it's like people are feeling like internally unsettled or like at like not at ease unease Mm -hmm. is the word i was looking for (laughs) feeling unease <laughs> I said unsettled <laughs> not at ease um and I feel like that can cause weird dreams I don't know
1: I agree so that's that what we're writing about like, yeah we and it really was kind cool of song.
0: yeah it was kind of an interesting session I think because we weren't telling a story exactly it was more like what I said to you guys was it's like flash fiction <laughs> 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 because you know you can have like I don't know if this is – I don't know all my writing terms, but, like, you have, like, narrative – is that – no, that's not the right – that's not the right thing. I don't know. You can have a story that has, like, a beginning, middle, end, or you can have flash fiction that's just, like – it's just a moment. Like, it's kind of just a feeling, and this felt like a flash fiction song because we were just describing this, like – this, like, unease and this weird, like – these weird moments we've been having yeah. and not exactly, like, a story with a – beginning middle end and like a narrator and all that. So I think that's interesting and it was fun. Yeah, I thought
1: it was interesting and it was really fun like brainstorming because we usually, like when we write together, (laughs) we usually have a really clear understanding of what we're going to say but it's just like the notes underneath the song were all over the place. (laughs) They were so funny.
0: (laughs) Because we talk about like it's really important to be on the same page, right? But like how you get to being on the same page is sometimes a whole journey in itself so we just have like our brainstorm it says lucid dreams forgetting which car is yours because i had a dream where i drove four hours and i got to my dog sitter's house and (laughs) i couldn't get home because i forgot which car was mine anyway (laughs) um not recognizing yourself or your loved ones a little dark wanting to wake up driving four hours but forgetting how you got there that's what i said before um (laughs) next one is kind of (laughs) dark um this is kendall jenner having sleep paralysis (laughs) because there was like something on keeping up with the kardashians where she talked about that (laughs) so it goes right in our brainstorming brainstorming brainstorming.
1: sessions we're looking like
0: yeah (laughs) yeah so anyway oh unicorns making a pizza (laughs) i think rachel wrote that anyway so that's what we wrote as a group this week. Anique, did you write anything alone this week?
1: Um, I wrote with my outside sister, Shelby, yesterday. Um, oh, cool. We wrote... It was really fun. It was like a lifelong... Wait, what do you mean
0: outside life. sister? The what? What do you mean outside sister?
1: So she is my best friend's sister, who is also like my sister. But since I'm not actually related to them, her parents will call me their outside daughter. Oh, how cute. Yeah, so they're my outside sisters is like what I, my outside siblings. Oh, I like that a lot. Okay.
0: So you wrote with your outside sister, Shelby. Yeah, so
1: she sent me a message yesterday and she was like, I'm wine drunk and I'm writing a song. Want to jam with me? And I was like, (laughs) this is my love language. And so I FaceTimed her and we wrote a song about being in, like going into a relationship with someone that they like you more than you like them and oh. but you still like them it's like you do still like them but they like you a yeah. lot more and you kind of tell them like i don't want to be in a relationship i'm just letting you know now
0: that is just like what i s- always said that like one day i'm gonna write a song called this and i'll call you when the moment comes yes yeah, so i'm still 93 waiting for the seven
1: phone call. <laughs> i will be waiting for the phone call <laughs> but yeah she was like do you know that yeah, feeling cool and concept. i'm like no but i will get on that wave with you and so we did that it was really fun I'll play
0: it for you later. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, cool. Okay,
1: what,
0: yeah. Do you write anything by yourself? Um, yeah, <laughs> I sent it to you yesterday, yeah, I know. last podcast, night. You know? Yeah, I um was supposed to have a writing session yesterday with my good friend Daisy, but it, we we had to cancel it, so I just did some alone writing, some mind map brainstorm writing I don't know that I feel like alone writing the process is just kind of different so I was just having a little look inside moment a little reflective mm-hmm. moment yeah it was called loving me and I don't know it was I don't know I mean, it got it was a little sad honestly <laughs> I liked
1: it I thought it was really good
0: but yeah so yeah interesting experiences all around with writing this week we had a We had a co-write with us two and Rachel. We had a you writing wine drunk with Shelby. We had a me supposed to write with Daisy. Didn't, so wrote alone a sappy song. So, yeah, I think that's pretty good. I think we checked all the boxes we could hope for this week. (laughs) So let's jump into the topic.
1: So diving in this week, we're talking about working with producers. Yeah. (laughs) We've all had really different experiences with different producers. And mm-hmm. So, I just wanted to touch upon that just a little bit.
0: Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, we both have worked with like producers together. We worked with the producer who did Purple and some of other other ones of Rachel's songs. Um and he's really great and we've worked with producers separately. Most of the producers I've worked with um have been people i know like friends so i just kind of like reach out to to collaborate with i have (laughs) i have worked with some soundcloud rappers and some like djs and stuff which has all been different and all been interesting but do you want to like start talking about like your experience like with joelle and with i don't know anyone who you've worked with
1: right so my first experience with a producer was working with joelle he is a producer in miami florida and he does lots of like film scoring and stuff for shows like tv shows nickelodeon so he's really talented Mm -hmm. and i found him on like some random website (laughs) and i started working (laughs) with him and but the only thing like i do think he's really talented but for me it was kind of strange because i didn't really know what i wanted so yeah that's really hard yeah i think going into production you should know you want the song to be shaped because you know they are the ones that really shape the song and bring it to life yeah and before i went to nyu i didn't really think about what a song would be outside of just me and my acoustic guitar Mm -hmm. so when i started working with him i did really enjoy the songs i think they came out really well and being in the studio and seeing how things are done and the process of you know really creating a song was really cool But Mm -hmm. I think that you definitely should know what you want before you go in because then it's kind of like a waste of time if you don't know how to direct them. Yeah,
0: that's definitely true because it's like a producer is an artist too. Like they're going to bring their voice and their sound. And I mean, a lot of times it's like, oh, you pick a producer to work with because you like the choices they make. So that's kind of an an interesting thing that comes up because I definitely know I used to think that like – I don't obviously I focused more on the songwriting at first Mm -hmm. at least and so I was like there's I didn't think about all the different ways that production can make your song sound and like that you have to like really like know the people you work with and one like really communicate with them and to like pick people who you trust and who you like really like admire their work I think because then they could because they're gonna bring their sound to it no matter what like because i I mean yeah
1: yeah and i think it's interesting too if you look at how different the writing sessions are when you are bringing a finished song to someone and you're like Mm -hmm. i want you to produce this for me versus a writing session like what we had with liam where it was we were there with him as we were writing
0: yeah yeah because sometimes there's like producers in sessions and you like you could, like, start with a beat or, like, start with production, like, from the jump of the song, which also makes it very different, like, when you're writing and it can craft it the whole time. Yeah, so it's super interesting, and, like, I, the first time I, I worked with any type of producer was, um, a, a DJ named Ardex, (laughs) and, um, it was, like, I had just started, like, posting, like, um, my original music on instagram and he dm'd me and was like do you want to work together and like i'll just send you like a track and you can write a song over it Mm -hmm. and me having no idea like what was going on how to do any of this stuff i was like yeah sure whatever like i'll try i have no idea (laughs) i was like i'll give it my best shot (laughs) so i tried i mean the track he sent me was super cool but it was like way like electronic and like this whole thing and all the bits and bobs and i was like whoa like i am don't know what I'm doing here (laughs) I mean that's most of the time but I was like "Mm, this is new and so I don't know I tried and it's not like my favorite thing in the world but it's a really cool like experience and I was like okay so that's what it's like when somebody has complete control over the production and Mm -hmm. I felt like then me doing a top line was almost like it was just kind of my song was bringing the production to life instead of the other way around, which was like weird but interesting. And then, like, there were some SoundCloud rappers again, like, early when I w- the only people I knew through music was people that I met through like social media and Instagram and stuff. And his name is Thesis, so that's his SoundCloud name. And um, <laughs> he was like, Do you want to collab? And I was like, Yep. Yeah, I do, because I'm just putting myself out in my comfort zone, <laughs> so that. I said yes, and I really actually loved um, the beat he sent me, and I, but it was so funny, I wrote something over it that was so, like, sassy, I think it was called Selfish, it's, like, somewhere in the deep, darkest parts of SoundCloud, <laughs> I haven't listened to it, like, since. I'm gonna find I haven't, to it. it. no. <laughs> And I had never really written to a beat, and so the beat was, like, really, like, sassy and had all this energy and, like, bounce, and so I was, I, like, surprised myself with what I wrote over it. I was like, you've never, you don't write like that, but then I was like, oh, I guess I do if it, like, is prompted, (laughs) you know? And so that's interesting, too, that, like, if I'm stuck in, like, a rut writing wise like if i'm just playing guitar piano and i can't think of anything new everything sounds like something i've written before do you ever Mm -hmm. get that feeling yeah i'll go to a beat i either make my own beat which is something we'll touch on or um find a beat on youtube or if you know producers contact them because like a different mood in like the instrumental can really like prompt some interesting stuff out of the writer that you like didn't expect to get that's
1: interesting yeah. though because part of the reason that i started going to see joelle for at yeah, first it was like songwriting lessons that i want i was like i don't know what that <laughs> is but i guess maybe it's a thing <laughs> like maybe you could teach me some techniques or something so i can feel yeah. like i'm not stuck in the same like four chords or same mm-hmm. you know because my guitar skills are very chords. limited It's a present. and that's why <laughs> i started going and i was like wow this really does help but when mm-hmm. we started you know, producing and like bring the songs to life. I was like, "I don't know what I want out of this because I've never thought uh-huh. this far ahead.
0: yeah, i I think it's important to like be like always be gentle with yourself, just like kind of life thing. But especially for me, like any part of music that you haven't like explored before, like if you're just a songwriter and then you start working with producers or producing yourself, You're not gonna, you're gonna start at a different level of experience with anything you do. And so let yourself like experiment. And of course, you won't know what you want. Like, I'm still like experimenting, like, what kind of sounds do I like? Obviously, it's super exciting, like, to write a song, get it produced, and you're like, oh my God, it's produced. It sounds like a real song, quote unquote, now, you know? But then you're like, wait, but is this what I wanted? I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, I really love the songs you did with joelle and i want you to put them out
1: i love them too he's super super talented and i love working with him and i will continue to work with him once i get a Mm -hmm. job but um i think think that going into it now i would be able to say like this is the type of sound that i want because now that i've yeah you know started writing more and like writing with other people and working with people who've had songs produced and working on our own ep Mm -hmm. sometimes when i'll write especially if i'm writing with you remember we wrote what song was it that we were like, oh, we want this to have like you and Jennifer vibes if we were to get it produced?
0: Oh, sort of.
1: Yeah. So now if I'm writing. Wait, which, what was I'll it kind called? Of think about it. It's called, I don't think he named it. All, I said Goggle Docs. All of our Google Docs are literally just Anik and Sasha back at it again. Anik and Sasha song. <laughs> None of them have names.
0: Yeah, but I do, I do remember saying that. Yeah, because you can give reference songs, which yeah, is exactly. an important thing. Yeah. So if you don't know how to like communicate in like producer language I guess which I don't really even know what that would be I don't know it's just normal human talk but um if you're not sure like listen to some stuff you like listen to some stuff you think sounds like you or doesn't sound like you if you want to go somewhere new and yeah you can give people reference songs as a starting place for I kind of want it to sound like this if you want, um control over what your song sounds like or at least partially like you could be collaborating Mm -hmm. then you're gonna have to be involved in creating it and if you're gonna be involved in creating it you need to have the tools and like some of the language and stuff like Anik just ordered a what's it called the the little red box thing i literally have one i'm right next to me i don't remember oh yeah you need a mic you need an audio interface you need to know which cord you need to plug them into each (laughs) other
1: yeah let's we're not trying to break things i watched the videos because it was like make sure to press this button because if you don't you can damage your mic and the audio i know
0: it's terrifying
1: i'm like all for that
0: yeah so like knowing how to record yourself and having like a little setup for that is so useful and also like Even if you don't think you can make beats, let me tell you, you can make beats. You can make beats. And I, okay, whoever needs a hype woman for like, they're feeling like, I can't make beats. I'm going to be that right for you right now. You can make beats. You can do it. You can do it. And I think you can do it. And we all think you could do it. And I know you can do it. Okay. Just get like a little MIDI keyboard or literally just command k on logic and use the <laughs> use the little keyboard that comes up some basic piano skills of you can put some chords down and then just start tapping and do what you think feels good and sounds good and I know you can do it and it's so useful if you can do it because you can make demos for yourself and then even if you're like I don't want to put in all the time it takes to be like a really good producer who can take something from beginning to, like, finish product-type level. Like, you don't have to be that. But, like, some skills so you can make a demo to send to someone who is a professional producer so they can know the vibe you wanted and know what you mean, and then they can take it, like, to the next level. But that's a really easy way of collaborating is for you to start with something that has the energy you want, even if it's not perfect.
1: That's great advice.
0: Yeah, speaking of, like, us producing stuff, we produced our own EP with with our band didn't we sitting at my desk at three in the morning trying to figure out harmonies and (laughs) and vocal arrangements and like do we need keyboard do we need bass I didn't know how to play bass I I learned very minimally
1: (laughs) I think that we learned a lot by having to since it was pretty hands-on we didn't have a producer to do it we still have someone mixing and mastering it, but all of the oh, harmonies yeah. and like <laughs> vocal arrangements and Sasha playing bass and Steven playing guitar and everyone yeah. kind of pitched in and did what they had to do and there were many, many loopy nights of trying things out that may not sound good in the morning. <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> it's very it was a really like patchwork process because like we were all new to like making an EP and to production and stuff and we were like we know we don't want to hire an outside producer. We want to do this like in our band, the 1975 style, like we will be the producers. And we are really committed to that. And so there was a lot of tries and a lot of things that we had to do again and take out. One of like production things that I, I don't even know if it would qualify as productions, like vocal arrangements. I but that's like, that's like a big piece of REP our dream kid ep and i thought that was such an interesting process like using like our voices as instruments because mm-hmm. we were like we n- need to create a sound how are we going to do that that's like yeah. what's cool about producing is that you are creating a sound you're not just using the ones you have
1: yeah that's what i was going to say but is yeah. that the vocal arrangements on our ep are what really you know solidify our sound as a band
0: we're going to talk about female producers yes why there's not enough of them and it's important to seek them out because there's really not enough of them. I saw, like, this this stat on the She Is The Music page. And it said that as of, like, 2018 or something, only, like, 3% of working producers were women. Wow. And I was like, goddamn, that's low.
1: They're out there. The 3% is out there. You just have to find them.
0: Yeah, the 3% is out there. They're out there, but... This is just a PSA. If you are a girl and you are interested in producing, do it. You can do it, okay? Hit us, up. Hit us up also literally because we want to work with you. I've like been having a hard time finding female producers because I want to work with them and I'm like reaching out to people I know like any ladies here? <laughs> because there's something that I really love about working with women and I want that in the production stage too, not just in the writing stage. Yeah. And just we're on a team together, yeah. So you can make beats. <laughs> we, really, and we
1: would like to work with you, so please comment below. Okay. Okay. So when working with producers, how do you usually go about paying them?
0: Yeah, that's the question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, because there's disputes about this, because sometimes if they're in the room from the beginning, when, as Rachel said last week, the song is conceived, mm-hmm. then they often get writing credits or at least ask for writing credits i often think that they deserve them but it also depends because if they didn't like write it all and they were really just making the beat then maybe maybe that's not fair i don't know but producers also often get just a flat feed just for being there just for working on the song which is something that songwriters don't usually get
1: yeah it's usually just it's usually just royalties yeah just royalties you don't get paid a flat fee or from what i know i guess maybe it's a little different if you have like a contract and you have you know you're given a certain amount you're given a salary so it's like yeah. you are getting paid to be there if you are on a salary and you have a certain amount of things you have to do or writing sessions that are set up but other than that i've never heard of yeah paid but to be there
0: with like A lot of independent artists, like independent songwriters and independent producers, even independent producers charge just for them to work on the song. Yeah. And then they often also ask for royalties. And yeah, I don't really know why that is because I think like I personally think like if a songwriter, if you ask them to collaborate with you, I mean, it depends. If you're just collaborating together from the beginning, then it doesn't really make sense. If you're, like, a producer and you want a top liner, it kind of is like you're hiring them, right? You're hiring them to write a song. And so I kind of feel like you should get a flat fee just for being there and royalties because you're part of it as a producer would. But I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. It's definitely something you want to talk about with whoever you're working with.
1: Yeah, but I definitely think if you're starting together, then I don't see why you would. Like, if you're working together to create something. I don't see why you would, like, pay them yeah yeah if you start
0: with the producer if you like have a song done and you send it them to work on it does make sense to me to pay them
1: because it's like you're hiring them but I mean I guess it just depends on the person depends on the relationship and how they choose to work with you so do you want to start song of the week this week since I did it last week
0: okay but my song of the week and woman of the week are intertwined
1: okay (laughs) do you want me to do song of the week first then
0: yeah, you do song of the week first and then Okay.
1: So my yeah. song of the week is 25 in Barcelona. <gasps> oh my gosh! By JP I love that song. Yeah, I think that this song, I've been obsessed with it for a couple months now and it mm-hmm. has stayed my favorite song consistently.
0: It's just good every day I listen yeah, to it. And it's good it's just again so good every morning.
1: Like, the lyrics in it just the mel- everything. The song is just a masterpiece all in all altogether. Mm -hmm. um i know that sasha does feel the same way about this song. yeah i really do (laughs) and i don't know i just think that it was written so well and jp Sachs just went off in this song he really did not have to but he did that for us and i'm so grateful
0: (laughs) yeah i was literally in what i was writing yesterday when i was writing loving me i was just like I was thinking about 25 in Barcelona because I originally, I wasn't going to write when my session got canceled. I was just like, I'm just going to play a cover of something or just like learn some new chords or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was trying to play bar- 25 in Barcelona and then I was just like, damn, I really want to write a song that, that, that is this good. Like, oh, we need to get back to it. And so
1: I was just thinking when I was writing, I was like, I wish this was as good as 25 <laughs> No, like, this is one song. I have a playlist on Spotify called Songs That I Wish I Wrote. Oh,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: And 25 in Barcelona is in there. Like, I love, let's see, lyrics. I know you did this last time. Oh, but, do it. But um, I love do the it, second verse so much. <laughs> <that> <laughs> I wonder I how know. I crossed your mind. I'm sure I did, but I'm curious what the thought of me felt like. That's so that good. Line. I feel like that's so good. And then the one that you were talking about the other day and the last part of it. Oh, no.
0: I had a little meltdown. <laughs> yeah, they're
1: trying to seem feel this my world song. expanding like none of it was built around you. was built you. around that you. It's supposed to be
0: about you. That, that line makes so me cry. good. I was literally like, I literally had a full cry moment about that line. <laughs> because like you said, you said, I'm trying to feel my world expanding like none of it was built around you. And I was like in the car with my mom and we were listening to this song and then I just started tearing up. Mind you, I was pretty hormonal at the time (laughs) as well. But I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to feel that way about somebody one day. And I'm going to feel like my world is built around them. And then I started talking to my mom about divorces. And I was like, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. That's too sad. I'm (laughs) literally.
1: All that from one line. J.P. sucks. He really
0: did. uh, He really did it there. Yeah. Proof is in the pudding. It makes you think oh, about yeah. being divorced.
1: You can't talk about we that. Mean, we don't know. Yeah.
0: Okay. My pick is a little bit of a different energy. <laughs> <laughs> My pick is by the queen herself. The one I always go to if I need a hype up, if I need to dance, if I need to feel like a bad bee. this is who I go to. And it is Doja Cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My song is Tia Tamara by Doja Cat. I love that song. (laughs) I love that song. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. It's so clever and sassy and fun. And it's about boobs, which a positive. (laughs) I don't know. It just, it makes me feel great. Some of the lines are just so funny. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they're hilarious. She did, like Doja Cat did like a lyric genius for it uh-huh. and then she there's a line in her song that says i'm in the hall regina i'm on the wall at genius and then i I remember i heard that and i was like oh my god she definitely did a lyric genius for that and that's so funny and i just thought it was really cute <laughs> and-
1: yeah no that song's really good i yeah, learned but- of that like i learned i heard about that song from the girl who is in you she did a video and it was like talking about songs
0: that she likes and she talked about that song tia Tamara. oh also yeah i'm on the lyric genius page for tia Tamara right now it's featuring rico nasty and there's like the Mm -hmm. comments from doja cat and rico nasty what they said in their lyric genius video and they talked about like why did you pick another like female rapper and then doja cat talks about like Because it's like important to her that people know they're not like competing, they're like friends and they're on the same team and they're like supporting each other and stuff. And I was like, A queen, yeah, yeah, Doja. Doja's so cool. I bet you can guess who my woman of the week is. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think it is? Mm,
1: Is it Doja Mm, Cat? Is it Doja
0: Cat? Of course, it is.
1: (laughs) How did I guess correctly?
0: I don't know who else it could be. At this point, I was like, I was like doing kind of more behind the scenes people the past two weeks, but just, I had to talk about Doja Cat. It's about time we talked about about. Doja Cat. You know that TikTok where it goes, it's about time you brought it up because I've been dying to talk about it. (laughs) That's whenever someone says Doja Cat, I'm like, I've been dying to talk about it, (laughs) (laughs) even if this is unrelated. I picked her because... She is a songwriter. She is a producist, producer. She's such a good performer. I don't usually, like, watch videos, just, like, videos on, like, YouTube of people performing. Like, Mm -hmm. I love concerts and stuff, but I usually just listen to the song. But I, like, go and watch her perform. Just, like, we will watch, like, full concerts. Because I'm just, like, I just love her. I love her energy. I love her costumes. I love, like, everything about it. And she's just she's also just so talented and interesting, like that she she works with other producers, but I thought it would be appropriate for the production episode because she like co-produces her own songs. Mm. And she kind of like started by going on Instagram live, or at least this is my understanding. I could be I don't know the full story, but <laughs> I know that she um used to do this a lot, like go on Instagram live and like, make beats and like mm-hmm. freestyle over them and like then sometimes if the audience like liked the song that she kind of just like made up on the spot there she would go like produce it out and make it a real song and release it so people would like kind of already know it and like be excited for it already smart. which like super good idea yeah
1: super super smart and yeah
0: she's also so funny <laughs> you could tell by her lyrics that she's funny but yeah <laughs> i love doja cat that's my woman of the week and that's my great general pick. statement for the day <laughs>
1: <laughs> um my woman of the week is another queen um mm. julia michaels
0: oh my gosh such a good i such good
1: love pick. julia michaels she is a yeah. songwriter well singer songwriter who is super 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 talented mm-hmm. and i love that you know she kind of was writing behind the scenes for a while until she wrote something that was like i think this is too personal and it's too me and i want to release it that was myself. issues right yeah yeah, And she was like, it would feel weird giving this song away to someone else. And then she yeah. released it herself. And she's worked with Ed Sheeran, Demi Lovato, Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez. So mm-hmm. many people. Like The list goes on and on and on. She's, goes written, on, like, and on. she's written country songs. Yeah, she has.
0: That's funny. When I was um at Grammy Camp on the first day, they made us like go up on the stage and like say who our favorite songwriter was. And I swear to you, like half the kids said Julia Michaels. (laughs) Like everybody said that. I mean rightly so. (laughs) Yeah, I mean she's
1: an amazing songwriter. It's like Bop after Bop. And it's funny because I didn't really know her that well until I think you told me you and Rachel were playing songs from her that she'd written. Mm. We were listening to Into You. Oh, I I love that one. Oh I really like this. We were like driving around Amherst and Oh my gosh, I have I that memory.
0: Yeah. That memory just came up. <laughs> oh my- <laughs> and that's oh, that when I started so like, looking into her.
1: And then I realized that she wrote like all these songs that I love. Like I was obsessed yeah. with Sorry by Justin Bieber. My God, uh-huh. Julie Michaels That's a good that. song.
0: She did. I know. It's crazy.
1: So yeah, I think she's super, super talented. I love the music that she's written for other people and the music that she's released herself. Like Priest, I love that song. Yeah. Such a great song.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is a good song. I like that mm-hmm. one.
1: And, like, she thinks about things in ways that I'm like, wow, I would have never thought of that.
0: I mean, because there's only so many. I mean, I kind of feel that there's infinite things you could write about, but also, like, people often write about relationships or whatever. So when, like, there's some writers that just constantly come at things from, like, the most interesting angles. Yep. And I think Julia Michaels is one of those people. And I also love, like, her, like, conversational tone in the way that she writes stuff. Me too. Something that's, like, kind of crazy is I know Julia Michaels wrote a lot for Selena Gomez. And then when, like, Julia Michaels started putting out her own music, I was like, this weirdly sounds familiar. Why does it sound familiar? And then I listened to some of Selena Gomez songs, like Bad Liar, and I was like, this sounds like Julia Michaels. No wonder, because she wrote it. And I felt like, I I don't know, just the way that she, like, she shaped, like, Selena Gomez's sound for, like, yep. years into, like, this new idea of, like, what modern pop sounded like mm-hmm. with kind of, like, the minimal production and the very, like, as I, like, conversational verses and stuff. And then Julia Michaels comes out, and you're like, wow, like, yeah, because that was her. Of course it was her all along. It sounds so natural coming out of her mouth, like, saying that kind of stuff I and, agree. like, singing like that. And then you're like, and she made everyone else do it, and they everyone sounded awesome, and it made this whole, like, scene... Anyway, so she's really cool. Yeah. yeah,
1: a queen. we are bait A bait queen Michael fans. And <laughs> Both of them.
0: And Doja cat. Oh my gosh. Great wow. of the week. Well,
1: that concludes episode 3. Thanks so much for tuning in. Even in the dark I see your face and end up on my way to your
0: place. I got a lot to live for change.